Hey, Jess. Good afternoon, Cindy. I am. Uh, I'm really excited and super grateful. And actually, after all of these years of doing this work and being in the process and seeing miracles, I'm also amazed. I'm amazed. Uh, and um, if you're good with it, before we get started uh, talking about um, today's topic, I wanted to tell you and share what happened because um, I'm excited. Even my right, dancing. Right, I'm great with that. Are you good with that? I'm um, good with that. So, um, my life isn't perfect. I've um, I've actually, and it's interesting, and I think you'll probably agree. Um, over the years, I've met some very, very powerful people, and um, some big figures on the internet. You know, people that you know that are reaching out and inspiring and teaching. You know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. And what I discovered over the years, you know, when I was first getting, starting out and these people were just either in the movies or people I saw on the Internet, somehow I thought they were perfect. I'd look at them and say, I want their lives. I want to do the life the way they do it, and I strive to be that. And and I still do in, in various ways. You know, I always find my mentors and my teachers, but what I've really discovered in meeting these people is that I've never met anyone that has a perfect life. I just haven't. I've never met anyone I haven't been able to share information with and either help and have them help me. And, and I've every human being I've ever met is dysfunctional and has areas of their lives that are dysfunctional. There's always room to grow. Yes? Oh, that's a, that's the absolute truth. And it, it was one of the things that I discovered too, right, when I started meeting uh, you know, some really, really big names and I've become friends with some of them and uh, yeah, one of the most amazing things is yeah, actually to be in their homes, uh, which I've had the opportunity to do in many cases, and watch chaos show up, right? And, and things kind of, you know, explode almost. And then, but also see how they handle it, right? And some of the tools that they use, and uh, and then return to a state of not only normalcy but also a place where they can even grow from that point. Right. So I was in that place. Uh, about an hour or so before this call, and and I still there's still drama, sometimes big bursts of drama that show up in my life. And what I learned this morning, I I knew it was that I still have triggers. Um, in this case, very specifically with um, my ex-husband. So there's 20 years of history. There's a lot of drama. Uh, my ex, my life with him goes back before. Um, before I learned, you know, I had panic disorder when I met him and when I married him and all sorts of things, but there are still embedded uh, triggers uh, that he can set off that maybe nobody else in the whole world could set off. And he did a really good job of it this morning, setting off these triggers. And I found that I was in a highly kind of stressed state for a few minutes. Uh, But then... um, what was very cool and why I'm so grateful is that I went to prepare for our call. And one of the things that I do to prepare for our call is I go to uh, the secret Facebook uh, group that I get to be a member of because 
you know, I am a part of your lifetime membership and I'm and I'm reading uh the exchanges and it's such a loving place to be because people ask questions. We talked about this at the last call and other people have suggestions and I learned there while I was scrolling, um uh Lisa Marie uh was talking about the fear trauma release process that you released, you know, a number of years ago. Um, I knew about it then, had forgotten about it, but she was talking about the turnaround. And, of course, it's in the membership group. And so I went and I read the instructions. Uh, You have video of you using this technique with with your mom, which was amazing. And it's a simple 10-minute technique. And, and And it really was. It was about calling up the trauma and allowing yourself to really feel it. And that was easy for me because I was kind of still, you know, I still kind of swimming in it a little bit. And then using this cool kind of, uh, the the brain works really great. You know, you use this kind of cool kind of, uh, what did you call it, a interrupt, right? That's right. Can, so the brain, especially with these um, habits, our automatic responses, um, they come at us you know, almost out of our control or it feels like out of our control, but then we move into your teaching and and we bring it up and and we do a very simple interrupt and then we watch one of your audios, one of your videos, which creates new neural pathways, right, and opens up and erases kind of the pattern over time. You're very honest about the fact then ingrained fears or whatever, it's going to take more than once or twice doing this process. And then you end the process by listening to some music that makes you feel happy. And I went right to the to the video that your mother was listening to, which is, you know, the, the video of happy, Farrell's happy, and I started dancing around the room. And then all of a sudden I looked, and it was a minute before we were going to start the call, and I realized that... Um, you know, what I was swimming in was gone. And uh, later today or tomorrow, the next day, uh, I'll see about pulling up other memories of experiences and exchanges with him and and going through the process again. I'm just, I'm like, I'm so excited about, A, the fact that I have control over what felt uncontrollable. I think that's, and not only that, is I feel probably at this point 50, 60, 70% better than I felt before the exchange began. Yeah, isn't that fantastic? Yeah, it's fantastic. Because it's, it's so here there's drama and trauma and chaos, but I'm, we're not just through this process and all your teaching, we're not just... Um, kind of neutralizing the chaos, we're growing through the chaos. And that is key. That's very important. Right. Which brings me to what I'm hoping you can share with everybody. And it's one of the first things that um, that I learned from you, I don't know, in the Supermind Academy like 10 years ago, was this concept of how the brain works and reorganizes um, and how it actually works in business, I think, too, and, and in life, this 
this concept of the chaos theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is a, a something that if anybody's using any type of self improvement, um, whether it be courses, teaching, they're actively doing something in their life. A brainwave entrainment, brainwave stimulation technology. Uh, has the ability to accelerate this uh, quite a bit, it provides this really great opportunity for growth because, you know, what happens is as as the technology is beginning to balance the brain, right, as it's beginning to encourage uh, cross-hemispheric communication between the left and the right side, as it's strengthening the connections, the balancing connections between the left and the right side of the brain, the microprocessor of your brain gets stronger, becomes more powerful, becomes more capable of dealing with fears, traumas, and chaos than it was before. It's just like upgrading your computer. Right? You know, what we've all gone through the experience where we've said this computer is just too slow. Right? It's not working. I mm-hmm. launch this program and it crashes and what a, all this stuff. And then you get a new computer and everything begins to run a little bit more smoothly. And you find that you can run more advanced programs and you find that you can do things uh, with greater efficiency and faster. And it's the same idea when we, when we actively set out to improve our own brain. When we use uh, passive brain fitness technology, which is a combination of brainwave entrainment and brainwave stimulation. And as it strengthens our you know the whole the whole of our neural connections in our brain and encourages this expansion what will happen inevitably is that a person will find that their brain is now capable of dealing with something that maybe it wasn't capable of dealing with it in the past and so there'll be moments where sometimes uh, some fear surfaces or a past trauma that uh, maybe was was uh, deeply affecting a person, but they weren't even aware of it, right? Uh, running kind of in the beneath, uh, in the background, and these things t- will will surface a little bit. And yeah, it's a little bit unpleasant at first, right? But what what it really is is a great opportunity to recognize what it is, and then take those fears or those traumas or that chaos that's coming up and then bring it into a specific session using you know some of the techniques and um, technology combinations that uh, I've had the uh, great fortune of testing and perfecting over the years. It's um, it's just really cool and one of my questions and I don't know where I put this I believe, tell me if this is true, sometimes um, just going into this technology and beginning the technology, um, we will run into some moments of unease, mm-hmm. of chaos, and uh, it can be very uncomfortable, right? Um, but yeah. I've come through this series to understand that it's a really good thing. It really is, and that and that's very true. I mean, it'll happen with different people to different degrees, right? I mean, sometimes something that something people depending on how much and how fast the brain begins to adapt the technology. Sometimes the experience of of that chaos or that uncomfortableness, that unease, uh, can range from anywhere being to very mild and gradual to pretty strong, 
right? The thing is you've got to mm-hmm. remember is that when it surfaces, it's because now the brain is ready. Now there's enough access to resources and uh, flexibility in the neurology that it can be dealt with. And that really is a blessing. So years ago, before I started really incorporating all kinds of different healing modalities with the technology, the thing that we would just have people do is listen to the audio. This is even before the video technology came into play, which is much faster uh, than just listening to the audios. you know, pe- people would go through this. They would say, okay, I've been listening, and I'm feeling better, I'm feeling great, and then, bang, all of a sudden there would be, you know, this this uncomfortableness, unease, this heart rate, and then all of a sudden a memory would come up, right, of a particular trauma or a particular fear. And what we would tell them to do is just keep <laughs> keep listening, right? Just keep listening and allowing and releasing. And um, while that worked, uh, it was much slower than what we're doing now. You know, with all the years that I've had in testing all this, and I've been so blessed, right? I mean, I've been taking uh, NLP and upgrading my skills since I was 15, and as a clinical hypnotherapist, uh, university major in psychology, and of course, all the self-education I've done over the years with EFT and you name it, um, been able to piece together this re- these re- set of really great protocols that once that feeling, that chaos, that, that unease comes up, um, it's almost time to celebrate, right? It's almost time to get excited because now there's techniques and tools that we can use to grab that emotion, that fear, or whatever it is that comes up and bring it into a specific session uh, or technique like the 10-minute turnaround right? that you were talking about uh, just early this morning. It's a great set of tools that once you recognize you know, what is holding you back or what was causing a dampening, I guess, uh, of of a person's joy and happiness. You can bring it into a specific session and wipe it away pretty quick. I mean, if you see what, I mean, you did, uh, I'm more talking about the people out there listening to this call. If you see what I did with my mother, who had been struggling with this particular anxiety trigger for years and years and years and years and nothing worked, and you, you see we taped the brain waves too at the same time, and you see the effect that it had on her brain. It's um, it's, it's it's amazing. It's nothing short of amazing. And yeah, you know, it, it, she had more work to do afterwards. But we improved things so much in the course of just a couple sessions. It was uh, night and day. And it's not like my parents um, didn't have access to. I mean, they've they've been pretty fortunate. They've had access to every type of healing modality you can think of, right? Yet nothing really seemed to do the job for her. We plugged her into that 10-minute turnaround, that combination of the passive brain fitness video technology and a couple simple protocols, and bam, just like that, we were able to take 50% of the edge off that anxiety right away. You know, And so it's it's like you said, Cindy, These these the, when these things do pop up, it's almost like and I encourage people to think of it this way it's time for celebration because as long as you have access to the tools and the modalities to work with it you have an opportunity to get some really amazing results to really free the brain free the mind and the heart in a very powerful way in you know really a, sh- a relatively a short amount of time right it is um take a step back for those that do not have access to the technology because you can breeze through this too 
what I want people to understand, and I had a very, it was a very moving conversation uh, with my sister last week. She runs, you know, she runs a residential facility for, for kids 18 and over who, you know, who had lifetimes of very serious abuse and have low IQs and, and really have very poor coping skills. And what she discovered 100% of the time is that these kids have been dealing with the anxiety and and high stress and defensive responses their whole life. When they come into her facility and they are treated with love and they are in a safe space and they start to unwind and relax to get a new normal, they invariably sabotage themselves because they are very uncomfortable with the new with with this sense of relaxation. Um, and then, you know, they move into a new kind of space and that space, and, and in her particular case, it is a long, and I don't know, maybe we can have a conversation about whether or not there's any technology that can help them. She actually asked me that question. Um, it's a, it's, it's a historically, and for those that are going through this, the, the key, you know, without the technology is patience. It's it's knowledge. It's the knowing that your mind is going through a reorganization, right, to get to a new normal, and that stage is uncomfortable. And when you understand that it's a good thing, uh, you can breathe through it and not sabotage and get to the other side using that, the technology, and, right? Yeah, and um, you know, you just brought up such a perfect point, Cindy, and I want to make sure that everybody really, really heard this, right? Essentially, what you just described is um, the dif- the difference between pain and suffering, right? You know, pain is inevitable, right? Well, as long as we're in this human body, pain is inevitable, and everybody will go through it. I've met the most fortunate to, to the least fortunate in the world, and nobody gets a free ride. Right. I mean, I've I've seen billionaires be tortured in ways that, um, you know, other people wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't give up, you know, wouldn't trade spaces with them. Right. You know, so everybody goes through it to one level or another. But what the difference is whether suffering occurs. Right. Suffering is very different than pain. You know, pain, if we if we acknowledge that. You know, it it will pass. There's something we can do about it. If we get into that whole state of of non-resistance, right, then then pain doesn't become suffering. And suffering is really where, you know, well, people suffer, right, where people's lives disintegrate. Pain has the capacity to bring us to a high level, to a new level. Suffering, on the other hand, does not allow us to do that. Suffering usually spirals us downwards. And so right. what what you had one key point that you had mentioned there is that you know if you communicate to the kids or to anybody that's going through a, a period that is uncomfortable and uneasy is that this is actually a good thing right because it allows you to grow what essentially is going to happen is that that will reduce the suffering you know human beings are are easily capable of move, moving and navigating through pain it's suffering that really brings us down and so by by giving them that knowledge and that support and that understanding and saying, hey, look, this is just really a stepping stone to your own personal growth and to a better life, 
uh, it is one of the steps anyway that we can reframe what's going on in our lives so that suffering doesn't start, right, and that it just stays stays in that painful, uncomfortable area so we can just quickly grow from it. Yes, and it's not actually for those kids. I guarantee you it is for every one of us, right? It's for you, it's for me, it's for everyone who is listening to this. Um, you can stay asleep, you know, for the rest of your life and kind of deal with the drama and the discomfort and the and the box that you're currently living in, or you can step out and stay present with the discomfort and allow your lives to grow. There's really no choice, right? We can we use your technology and other technologies and you know prayer and and you know the things different things that I've been involved with and different things that are out there to to shorten the time that you're in pain or to uh how do I put this to to um to expand much further in that when you're in that discomfort space, but there will always be <laughs> to to get from point a to point b there's always a journey. Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. We're we're meant to go on these journeys of self-discovery. We're meant to grow, to evolve, and to shift into enlightened people. That's I mean that's that's part of why I think everybody is here. Right. So um, yeah. So is there? I mean I I mean the key message that I wanted to convey um, in this conversation is that we all experience pain, and that. Absolutely, when you become aware and present with it and um, have the support and the tools especially and even and most especially the awareness, um, fabulous, amazing, wonderful, miraculous things can come out of the painful experience. Yeah, that's, right. that's ab- absolutely correct, right? And to, to be able to look at pain and discomfort and to say, this is my opportunity to grow. I mean, that's if um, that's my default position, right? And it's taken me quite a while to get there, right? Because nobody likes pain, right? Um, but it's, it's now my default position. When something happens that I don't like, when something happens that... Uh, that hurts me or I feel hurt or there's chaos or whatever, there's a part of me that's going, this is this is an excellent opportunity for me to grow. This is an excellent opportunity for me to discover, to learn more about myself. Right? And then that whole frame of reference um, automatically makes me feel better it automatically reframes a whole experience and it makes sure that I don't get into suffering, but rather get into a pattern of looking how to evolve from this experience and be a better person. And that's, and that's key. That's absolutely key to living a happy and fulfilled life. I teach a, a prayer that came to me, I don't know, out of meditation or um, in trance um, that I'd love to share with you. If I can. Oh, I love it. And, and, and I teach people to just, when they're in that space, um, to repeat it, especially when they start looking to blame or to sink. And uh, is it four or five lines? And it's just, I surrender all resistance 
to the divine gifts being offered in this moment or with this person or with this experience. Uh, so I surrender all resistance to the, to the divine gifts being offered. I open to receive these gifts. I open to know these gifts. I open to be these gifts. I open to share these gifts. I am blessed. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to this call again and write that down, Cindy. <laughs> or you can just ask me and I'll send it to you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to listen to the call anyway, right? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so I think that's it. Um, I'm adoring these calls. I mean, I I get so much out of every one of them and, and come away from every one of them expanded and with... Uh, new ways of looking at things and um this call is no this call uh included. Um I feel as high on life right now. Is there uh is there other things you want to add? You know, um I I think just that you know in if we can just remember, right, to look on the bright side of everything even the most negative experiences, right? There, there, There is a bright side. There is an opportunity. And if we can just remind ourselves of that, right? You know, people say, I always look on the bright side because that's where the opportunities are, right? And so if yeah. we can just remember that, right? It'll be one more step to becoming better, to becoming, uh, to include, to, to grow more happiness, more peace, more prosperity in our life. And when we embrace, um, you know, these, these negative moments that come up, instead of resisting them, right, and I think that's really one important part about that prayer, or th- that intention that you just said, is that um, when we move away from resistance towards acceptance, and towards uh, a responsibility, I guess, for our lives. Not necessarily taking responsibility for every bad thing that happens. I'm not saying that. But what happens is that when we when we move away from resistance, we move into a place where we can actually have responsibility. And some people don't like that word. But that's a fantastic word because it really means that we have the power to take action. We are responsible, and we have the ability, right? That's if we're going to break down that word. And so we take responsible action for ourselves and our lives. And to do that, moving away from resistance is key. I wrote an email, I think it was a month or so ago. I got a lot of response to it, and it was very, it was the same lesson. And pretty much uh, the way I worded it was that, the things that occur to us and that are triggered by us, you know, that trigger us, they're not our fault. But if they're in our space, in our world, if they are affecting us, they are our responsibility to clear and correct. That is a beautiful distinction. And, um, you know, I've heard so many people teach this whole idea that you got to take responsibility for everything that happens to you and all this other stuff and i and i think that misses that misses the point right and and how you described it right there is perfect 
right? And it's the way that I believe, too, is that if it's in our space, we have the capacity to take responsibility for it and take responsible action to clear, cleanse, and balance it. Yes, absolutely. There is nothing outside of us. Um, We are in full control over how we respond in any given moment. Even if that response is to ask for help, you know, or or to step into whatever. But as soon as we move into this place of understanding that our world is under our control, everything changes. It just does. That's right. I'm getting, I'm getting teary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh, I love this stuff. Um, I'm excited for whatever is next. I'm hoping we get to do this again because um, I feel the light flowing through our calls. It is. It is, absolutely. And so, um, you know, uh, I'm open to talking anytime. You know that. All right. Then let's uh, let's schedule another one. And um, for everyone listening, um, you have any questions, thoughts, comments about these calls, let us know because... Um, I think we'll keep doing them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, we'd love to know your thoughts and so that we can include them in, in what comes next. And with that, um, till next time, Any anything else, Jeff? I'm just going to ask that everybody have a fun day. Find an opportunity to smile. Find an opportunity to help somebody else smile um, because that will make you feel better, guaranteed. And, um, you know, find a reason to have a little bit of fun. Absolutely. Love you all. Until next time. Bye for now.